Yo, before I get into the full swing of the episode, um, I have to send a huge rest in peace, condolences to the family of John Witherspoon, aka Pops, one of the best stand-up comedians, actors to ever do it, man. Um, living through plenty of eras of entertainment and bridging the gap between old being an older man and then uh, affecting the lives of, um, of younger people. Uh, you might know him from the Wayans Brothers. Oh, just fuck it, man. If you don't know who John Witherspoon, a.k.a. Pops, is, man, you've been living under a rock. I mean, uh, one of my favorite movies he was in was uh, Boomerang, starring um, Eddie Murphy, um, uh, Jada Pinkett. Uh, man, it was too dope. Man, dope. Um, hold on, man. I'm smoking crack. Not Jada Pinkett, bro. It was Holly Berry. <laughs> Holly Berry was in uh in Boomerang, man. But uh, he was also in uh newer stuff. You got um, uh, what is it? Black Jesus. That shit was hilarious. Blackish. Uh, older stuff. Uh, Hollywood Shuffle. Vampire in Brooklyn. One of the funniest movies ever. I'm gonna get you sucker. Hella funny. House Party. I got the hookup. Soul Plane. Uh, Little Man. Um, the list goes on, man. Uh, it really does, man. Huge rest in peace out to him, man. One of my favorite scenes was, I mean, outside of his scene in Friday where he's talking about don't nobody go in the bathroom for about 30, 45 minutes. Uh, there's a scene in Boomerang where he's talking about you got to coordinate and you got the ugliest shit on, man. The ugly outfit. Man, you got to watch that, man. If you haven't seen Boomerang, please check it out. Rest in peace, Pops. John Witherspoon gone at 77 he was still touring about to be in the movies but hey when god calls you in god calls you in man rest in peace pops job well done flat perspective stylistics about this straight classics Perspective Podcast, episode number 55. Um, man, this past weekend, a lot going on, man. Before I get into it, man, I did something yesterday that I'm very, I'm not, not proud of at all. Uh, I accidentally hit a raccoon, bro. I, uh, yeah, I ran over a racky. 
But I, it wasn't nothing I could do. I was driving like 40 miles an hour. And he just came out of nowhere, just running in front of the car. And I just, do, do, just hit him. And it's like, that's what it sounded like. Do, do. Like, it was just like, ah. It felt so nasty just to know that I, you know, I just cracked a raccoon, you know? And I was just like, fuck. <laughs> I thought about also, like, people who hit deers and stuff, man, and how a deer could total your car out. Or, like, I know somebody that hit a deer and they said the head went one way and the body went the other way. Or, like, I saw a report one time where somebody hit a deer and the deer went through their windshield, you know? Man. And just so you know, it was at nighttime, too. It wasn't like it was daytime to where I could probably see. You know, I would. it wasn't like that. It's like before, when I saw him, it was too late. You know, but I wonder what made him think, like, oh, I'm just going to run in front of this thing with these lights. But, I don't know, man. Rest in peace to Racky. Hope he won over, you know, trying to run over and get some, get some Racky Cuddy, some Raccoon Cuddy, you know. What if his gal was waiting on him and he was get, trying to get some Raccoon Cuddy? Damn. Rest in peace, Racky. Halloween's coming up in a few days. What's today? Oh, today's the 30th. That shit's tomorrow. Yeah, so sure all y'all will be out there with your kids or your family or your dogs and cats and pet squirrels going trick-or-treating, you know, but crazy because I looked on uh, St. Louis weather. It's supposed to be like 30 degrees. Way too damn cold. And this weather climate shit is going on. It, it'd be like 55 one day, then 70, then 30. It's, they say it's supposed to snow too, bruh. Like, so I don't know. Well, I wonder how many of y'all are canceling Halloween. I don't know. Because that's a little too cold to be out there with them kids, man. I know it's too cold for me, but I mean, my son wants to go trick-or-treating, so I'm going to you know, see what's up with his mom and see what we're going to do. She'll probably send me out with him because it's cold. He's three, though, so I mean, he might not even... I don't know. I asked the dude, what do you want to be for Halloween? He says, a pumpkin. I looked at him like, bruh, a pumpkin? And he wants me to be a pumpkin, too. Like, bruh, who wants to be a pumpkin? You know? You're not dumb. We're going to look as pumpkins? But, hey, it is what it is. We'll figure it out. I remember one year, I knew somebody in one of the neighborhoods I would go trick-or-treating with when I was younger. They used to give out catfish plates. No bullshit. They, they, they wasn't giving out candy and shit. They was giving out catfish plates. And then you go into, like, the rich neighborhoods, and they just have, like, a bucket of candy outside, like, grab it with a sign that says, grab a couple pieces, you know, on some, like, don't ring my doorbell type shit. Because <laughs> they know everybody comes to, like, the richer parts or, or nicer neighborhoods to go trick-or-treating because, you know, less violence, and they know people are going to come uh, trick-or-treating. Uh, or, I mean, I'd be participating in trick-or-treating with candy, good candy. But uh, all you guys be safe out there with the kids, man, and uh, have a good time. And I'm sure it's a couple of you knuckleheads going to be riding around on those electric scooters as well on Halloween, man, trying to get to and fro. But, man, people getting fucked up on them electric scooters, bro. I was in urgent care a couple weeks back because I, I had this uh, stomach virus or something, man, where I was doing both. I was vomiting and diarrhea. But that's two different things. There's a whole other different story, and it was horrible. It was like one of the most horrible days of my life. Two days of my life, actually. But, man, a cat came into urgent care, bro. This dude, head was skinned up. His lips were busted. His uh, his arms were skinned. And he lost a tooth, bro. Cuz lost a tooth from being out there on that scooty bike, bro. That scooty. 
that fucking Scooty. And I asked the, the lady after he left because his friends were trying to bring him in to see if he had a concussion. I said, how often does that happen? And she says, all the time because people come, they come down here, they get drunk, they hop on these scooters, you know, these little public scooters you can pay to ride. And then you hit a pothole and you fly off that motherfucker. Which I never thought about it. But I've seen people zipping past my car really fast on them scooties, bro. So y'all watch out on them scooties, bro. The people, man, scooties taking people out one day at a time. Hey, they had on the news, no bullshit. The news the other day, man, in St. Louis, somebody was on the highway on one of them scooters, bro. On the highway, bro. Dude was hard for that. You know how hard you got to be to get on the highway on a scooter? On the highway, bro. Hey, and on YouTube one time, man, I seen where a chick got a DWI or DUI for riding a scooty drunk, bro. They gave her a fucking DUI for riding drunk, which, I, man, I don't think you should give them no DUI, which, even with other people, you know, that's a whole different story. You shouldn't give her no DUI for riding a drunk. You might be telling her, hey, get off of there and let me take you down to the station and call somebody to pick you up type shit. But, man, that's like if I'm riding a bike drunk and you try to give me a DUI, right? Well, no, they got a motor on But you don't need no license to ride no scooty bike. Whatever. Scooty bikes, bro. So this past weekend, I had one of them weekends, man. Uh, my boy Brian, he got married to his beautiful wife, Olivia. They've been together, but I don't know, the past six years or seven years. I don't know, man. Long time. They just got married. And, um, you know, Thursday, didn't get no sleep because, you know, I got off work. I had to uh, do some running around for the, the bachelor get-together. The gathering of the brothers, which, man, it was a nice bachelor party of gathering of brothers, man. Just having a good time. But earlier that day, I had to you know, get the suit together. Shout out to my tailor. We all had tailor suits, uh, custom fit suits in the wedding. And, uh, you know, they look amazing. You know what I'm saying? So that I get to add that suit to the repertoire. Uh, but I had to get my suit. Had to go pick up the liquor order. Um, had to get the Airbnb set up. And, uh, yeah, shout out to my dad and my brother. Uh, they own the Airbnb we had it at, and it was it was a nice crib, you know what I'm saying? Really nice crib. Uh, just what we needed, you know what I'm saying? And uh, then after that, the next day was the wedding. Had to do some running around before the wedding. Get ready. Uh, I'm going to just say this. Won't put them on blast, but one of my guys, uh, we left the bachelor party, and he was like, had trouble getting up, man, because I guess from the night before, he was so wigged from the night festivities, which, I, again, I will say we had a great time. Um, he had trouble getting up, but he finally got up, got in his car, and I noticed he was still sleeping or whatever, but I didn't think this would happen. So he ended up uh, turning off. He was following me to go back to my crib so we can get ready for the wedding, and uh, he turned off. And I'm thinking, well, maybe he went to the bathroom. I mean, not bathroom. Maybe he went to the uh, gas station or something like that or whatever, and... Uh, so I get to where I'm at, I'm on the phone with Brian, and Brian's like, yo, man, turn back around and go get dude, man, because, uh, you know, he'll fall asleep and won't get up, and this, that, and the third. But the only thing that saved us was because um, he wasn't answering the phone. So this is a tip I'm going to give to everybody that you have close friends to. If you have an iPhone, not sure if Androids do this, but share your location with your closest friends, because that's the only way I was able to pull up on Cuz, man. And when I pulled up on Cuz... He was like cat a corner to the curb, like like he's about to go up on the curb. His tail end of his car was facing the street, and he was just in the, the in the car sleep with the window down, with his foot on the brake. Now mind you, like the when I pulled up, his car was still in drive. I had to kind of hop through the window 
over him and throw the car in park. You know what I'm saying? And then get in the car and like wake him up. And a lady came out and she was like, oh, we were wondering what's wrong with him, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, we just had a bachelor party last night, this, that, and the third. He's like, oh, okay. And so we, you know, got, I got him together and we ended up getting to the wedding. Everything was beautiful, man. I would say, man, that was beautiful. I'm standing up there. I was uh, uh, one of the best men. And um, me and my guy, Jesse, were the best men. So it was two best men. And we were standing up there, man. And to see my boy, Brian... The facial expression of him when his wife is walking down that aisle, bro, and he starts to tear up and cry, man, it was hard for me not to cry, which I didn't. I had a little, a little perspiration come down on the side, and I had to hurry up and get that together because, you know, I didn't want nobody to see me up there crying. You know, uh, you know, cause you know, cause when you know when when I was made, you know, a little ingredient, I had a you know I had a little 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 batch of uh, sensitivity in me too. You know what I'm saying? When I was made, you know, if if I could go back, I probably would say hold the sensitivity. You know, when y'all when I'm being made, hey God, hold the sensi- hold that batch of sensitivity, or hold the amount of sensitivity I got. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, but all jokes aside, it was beautiful. It was, it was very beautiful. And then the reception, man, the reception was epic as well. Uh, all you can drink, good food, man, just a great time. I got to get up and give my speech, man. And this is the third time I've been a best man, you know what I'm saying, and uh, the fourth wedding I've been in. And, uh, yeah, so I'm uh, down to the last Mohicans of uh, my, my, my goof troop of uh, Negroes that are getting married, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm that single friend that's uh, whatever. Uh, but yeah, all good, man. Everything was good. Everything was perfect. Shout out to you guys, man. I love y'all. Now, speaking of relationships, um, <laughs> I try to stay away from the media trash. Oh, excuse me. The IPAs is coming up. Shout out to this Goose Island IPA that I'm drinking from Goose Island Beer Company. It is... 5.9% alcohol. Indian Pale Ale. And no, that wasn't a real um, uh, advertisement. I don't have any. Ab- oh, hold on. I got to check my email. See if I got some advertisements. But uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Man, speaking of relationships, this is complete trash. Okay, so I'm sure all of you have heard, or if you not have heard, it might kill your brain cells to even listen to this, but I thought it was hilarious. You know, this is one of them situations. That is the reason why when your homeboys come over to your house, you tell your girl, do not come out the room or to put some clothes on or etc. So, Little Fizz and Amarion from B2K. Yeah, I remember B2K. Alright. They just got done with the Millennium Tour and then a reunion tour for them. And now, Little Fizz is dating Amarion's baby's mama? Hmm. Two things, because I'm torn between the two, okay? Number one, people say, well, they wasn't friends, or they just was work partners, and this, that, and the third. Number one, I'm going to say, is those guys were on the road for years, in the studio together. I'm sure they shared plenty of personal moments. I'm sure they had plenty of good times together as a brotherhood with the group. Number two. Absolutely right if you think it might have been just a work relationship between those two and they weren't actually cool people, you know, 
But number three, I will say the baby mama is complete trash because that should, at the end of the day, that's your baby dad group member. So the reason your baby dad is famous and the reason you have the lifestyle that you live, I'm going to let it, I'm going to lay it all the way down. Okay. And the reason you live the lifestyle that you live is because of Amarion. He made money doing music. You came and got pregnant by him twice. If I think he, they got two kids. And then you go off and get with his group member. So I will put Fizz and old girl in the pot of trash. But at the same time, more so the baby mama. Because the end of the day, I don't care what goes on between me and my baby mama. We don't get along. Uh, to be quite frank right now, I'm, I can't see my kid. Uh, she told me the other day I can't see him. <laughs> That's beside the point of, you know, uh, um, a different story for a different day. But I would never go and try to holler at her cousin or nobody she's worked with or etc. I believe when you have kids and stuff like that, there's a certain level of respect you should have. Now, don't get me wrong for those people that have completely trash relationships with their baby dad or baby mama. Where the, the, the baby daddy ain't around at all, hasn't been around at all for years, this and the third. And you find out. Oh, well, you just your cousin I'm talking to now. You know, some shit like that. That's totally different. But that situation is a little too close to home. And when your kids get older, your kids are going to see, damn. So my daddy was in this group. And then my mama got with the dude in this group as well. So mama just being passed around from group member to group member type shit. You know what I mean? And don't think that kids don't pick up on shit like that at young ages. You know? That's just a terrible situation to be in. But, however, internet shows, uh, you know, but it has facades as well that Amarion is unbothered. He hasn't answered anything. He seems to not care. But it probably would be safe to say that we won't ever have another B2K situation again. Because the only reason B2K was able to go on tour was because of Amarion. Who was the main singer in the group? Amarion. Who had all the dance moves, etc. Amarion. Lil Fizz... I feel like he felt in this situation he ain't had nothing to lose because one, Lil Fizz had what one verse on the album, <laughs> something like that. Number two, he probably felt like shit. I'm not doing shit else with B2K again because I'm getting older. We probably won't have another run, etc. So why not go ahead and do this and, and be with his baby mama so I can pop up in the news? So it could backfire, but also stuff that be terrible and trash it can work to your advantage. But at the same time. I guess I would say that it's safe to say that there will be no more B2K because of this situation. Because no way in hell that Amarion wants to be in the same room or split money with Lil Fizz after this situation, bro. And I'm just being real. I'm just being totally real. I've had situations where one of my homeboys to this day won't put his name out there. But he's dirty back me a couple times. Shout out to Rashad. Okay, I did say his name. He's dirty macking me a couple of times where not like a chick that I was like in love with or actively dating or in a relationship with or blah, 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 blah. Me and her be doing this and she doing this behind my back with him. It was awesome shit like if I was out at the club and I was with all my homeboys and he was there, he would see me with Shorty, etc. And then months down the line after we stopped talking, we go to another club and Shorty there, but they all in each other's face and they talking now. It has happened a few times. <laughs> It's happened a few times. However, I'm that friend. I don't dirty Mac, man. And I've had my friends, exes, and chicks that they talk to come in my, you know, DM and 
be trying to spit a little this or a little that. And it's like, nah, that ain't really my stilo. No, you know, not trying to knock anyone for anything because at the end of the day, I feel like situations that are off limits are baby mamas and real relationships. None of them chicks that he was talking to ever mean anything to me, you know? Uh, so moral of the story is, I believe it should be a level of respect. But the internet is killing this whole situation. So if you have not seen it and you want to see some fuckery, please look up Lil Fizz and April Jones. And more fuckery would be just April Jones because I don't know what's wrong with that woman, man. I remember seeing her on like Love and was it Love Hip Hop she was on? I don't know, some show that I barely paid attention to, but she acted one way. And then one day I seen a clip of her that went viral where it seemed like she was coked up out of her mind or something. And she was talking about all the niggas in the industry that has fucked her. Like she was naming off rappers that was getting that pussy and doing this and doing that. And as a, a baby father to that motherfucker, I would be totally embarrassed. Because she absolutely has no cooth about herself, no respect about herself, and no uh, respect for her situation with her baby father. And I know women probably going to listen to this and be like, well, this, this, and this. How you going to say? Right, I know. It's supposed to be a hot girl summer, but it ain't summer no more. It's, it's what is it, fall? Yeah, it's October. So I don't give a hell about that shit. <laughs> I'm going to be real. But like I said, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Another thing that was in the media that made my, my antennas go up was Tank was in the media. I think he was on Angela Yee's Lip Service podcast. And he said something like, man, a dude is not gay if a dude sucked dick twice. Now, full disclaimer, I'm, I'm not here to knock anybody's sexual preference, sexual thirst, none of that shit. But um, in my mind, and I thought the, the, doc, the, the definition of being gay or homosexual was a man being with a man. Um, I could see a little more understanding if a man was curious and he jumped his ass across that fence and he did some things and he figured out that that wasn't like what he liked and came back over to the other side. I could kind of understand that. However, in the same breath, we live in a society where no man is going to uh, be able to find a woman that's going to accept him for that or it'll be slim chances to none because of the, the society we live in. And I'll expand on that in a little bit more. On the other hand, uh, I thought gay was when a man was with a man again. And if you didn't suck dick twice, that means you did it once and then you liked it or and then did it again out of curiosity or whatever the hell. you probably gay. And if you're not gay and you're attracted to both, then you're bisexual, right? That's in layman's terms. And what I will say... Uh, Going back to the other comment of expanding on it will be that the fact that uh, no woman is ever going to uh, be with a man that has been with men before. We will say that. And I've said this on this podcast plenty of times before. However, men are supposed to accept women that are being with women. And it's supposed to be a thing that, oh, it's okay for a woman to be with a woman. No, I'm not saying it's, you know, like I said, no disclaimer, no judgment here. But a cat is a cat and a dog is a dog. So if you're with the same sex, you're gay. If you like to be both of the sexes, you're bisexual. Right? Right. Um, I did see a status online where a woman said just because she had a, a woman eat her out that she wasn't gay. And she would do it again or some shit like that. And it's like, well, isn't that bisexual? Because if you're attracted to the same sex... 
you're bisexual. No. If you're attracted to the same sex, you're gay. But then if you're attracted to the same sex and the opposite sex, you're bisexual, right? Okay. Right. So, oh, man. <laughs> very, um... Very trying times now with the uh, the whole sexual culture here. If you've listened to the last podcast with um, me talking about um, Malik Yoba, who was interested in transsexual women, and I learned this the other day that uh, if a man is attracted to a transsexual woman, regardless of body parts, he's not gay because that person identifies with being a woman. So, I learned that the other day. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just leave that there. I mean, I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't judge anybody. It's just a time where we're, it's just very confusing with the sexual norms and the sexual culture and and what's what and what's not and what's accepted and what's being made fun of. Like I say before, man, if you like it, like it, do what you got to do. But a cat is a cat and a dog is a dog. So if you like the same sex, you're gay. If you like both sexes, you're bisexual. Why can't it be black and white like that? But we have so many different terms and things and this and that of that nature. I'm not really sure. And I don't really understand it. All I'm going to say is to Tank, if a man has sucked some dick twice and he likes women I'm gonna say that man was bisexual or at least bi curious for that matter and that man better not ever admit to a woman that he did that before because he'll, he he's gonna have a hard time finding a woman but us as men we meet women every day that will say yeah I used to have a girlfriend and, or I used to do this and do that with girls and you know we gotta accept that okay another thing that's fire um Outside of the Kanye West Jesus is King album, hey man, what what you haters out there that's hating on Kanye this and that, you can't deny good music, okay? That's all I'm gonna say. Music is music, and I like good music. The Jesus is King album by Kanye West is fire. Um, another thing I saw that was dope online that was fire was the Charlemagne the God interview with Gucci Man. And if you haven't seen it, check it out on YouTube. And he, you know, just goes into detail about him, his mental health, being in jail. His love for his wife and this and a third. But the thing that went viral online was when he got to talking about Angela Yee and DJ Envy from The Breakfast Club because of some comments that they made before. And Gucci Man said he slapped the shit out of DJ Envy when he seen him for his comments. Which I believe Gucci. That's the old Gucci. That's the Gucci we, we know. The crazy Gucci. You know? And that went viral. And people were saying, well, why would Charlamagne do this, do that? He's, why would you censor the artist? They go on the Breakfast Club every day, and people get into it with them on the Breakfast Club. People got into it with Charlemagne. So why would he censor the artist? You know, why? That would make no sense. So I feel like there is no backlash, in my opinion, for Charlemagne airing that because that was something that was noted when Bre- when when Breck when Bre- well not Breakfast Club when Birdman came up to there and he did all that with with Charlemagne. That nobody say, well, why didn't Envy and Angela you sit there and let that happen? Or when Fredro Star that situation happened, nobody said the same thing. So hey, you gotta have that same energy at the end of the day too, man. I loved it. It's fire. 
the old Gucci is back. And the new album is tight, too. Check that out. Let's see, what else in the media have I seen? Oh, that Dion Cole special. Funny as hell. Uh, the new Dolomite movie with um, Eddie Murphy. I heard that was tight. I haven't seen it. I might watch it uh, when I get done with this here. It's 4.48 in the morning. But I got a, you know, a few things I got to do before I hit the bed, like mix down some beats and send out some emails, etc. Uh, also, The Rhythm and Flow uh, on Netflix. I would say, hands down, that's the best... Um, that's like talent show, uh, TV show that I would I would uh, say because they explore different areas. It wasn't just about you coming out on stage and performing a song. They they put people to the test. You had to come out. You had to perform. Uh, you had to battle rap somebody in, that was competing. Also, you had to get in the studio multiple times and make records and then come out and perform them. Also, shoot a music video. So I thought that was hard as hell. Uh, the winner, D Smoke. Shout out to him. Shout out to Nike Turbo. He's from St. Louis, Missouri, hometown. I can never, you know what I'm saying? I can never not shout him out because he's from the crib. And uh, shout out to London B because, hey, she was dope as well. Uh, shout out to Sam B. Yourself. Uh, and I can't remember anybody else's name, but I did talk to a few of them on Instagram and yo, y'all did y'all thing. And I'm sure y'all got a lot of exposure going on. You know what I'm saying? That, that, Hey, if you didn't win, you still in a good position. So with that being said, I'm just going to wrap out this episode of the fly perspective podcast. And I'm going to end it out with, uh, old girl from, um, um, what is it? Rhythm and flow, uh, London B. I can't change fly perspective podcast. Yeah. yeah.